If green is your favorite color or your way of living, then Grounded is the place for you. From big environmental solutions to your own backyard, wherever in the universe you may be, join me, Melanie Walker, on a journey to a cleaner, greener life. Grounded, your window on the environment. And a very warm welcome to the greenest place on earth. Yes, this is Grounded. I'm Melanie Walker. And of course, this is what we talk about anything to do with the environment and making your garden and the green things and spaces around you the best they can be. Now, of course, we keep on mentioning that during lockdown, a lot of people decided, oh, no, I must get out into my garden, mainly because there was nowhere else to go. Let's be honest about it. But the amount of people who suddenly decided, actually, I really enjoy gardening. I like the idea of providing myself and my family with food security by growing my own food. It was absolutely phenomenal. And it's one of the questions we get most from people is, how do I grow my own food? Now, the nice thing about growing your own food, of course, is that you know where it's coming from. You know what's going into it. So to tell us about a wonderful product, which has only been around for about the last year, year and a half, we have Donve Hooker and Kathy Church from EcoBuzz to come and tell us about their new range. I know the product quite well. I'm very excited about it. It is about building soil, initiating growth and boosting vitality of plants. Donve, when did this all start and why? Melanie, thank you for having us. Love the conversation that you're about to embark on. EcoBuzz is a retail brand and it's a brand from a company called Madumbi. And Madumbi is all about food. It's an agricultural company and our passion is providing growers with the ability to grow healthy food. And it seems wrong to just be doing that in agriculture when there's a whole market around us, everybody's growing their own food. And when you look at what's available locally for gardeners, they don't have the same opportunities to purchase the better, newer ways to do things. And actually, they're not better, newer ways. It's the old fashioned ways that are coming back. And it's natural ways. It's a very exciting space. There's a lot of new developments. And retail has been very close to my heart. It's something that I've been involved with for a long time. But also, we recognize that more and more people want to grow their own food and they don't all want to be using chemicals. Getting back to the agricultural side, do you find that there's been a groundswell amongst farmers themselves? We're going to get onto the, the retail and, and the home grower, but do you think that farmers are changing their practices or is that going to take a lot longer? In a way, they, they definitely are changing. And, you know, the, the, the big conversation is that the most of the farmers that we're dealing with are export growers and a lot of the fruit is going overseas and the, the consumers overseas are more and more stringent in what they will accept. So there is a change that is being forced upon everybody. Every year, there's more and more chemistry that's coming off the market. Mm -hmm. You know, Europe in particular is very aware of food being safe, products coming off. And so there's a shift and the farmers are being limited. We talk, it's a very technical conversation, but they talk about maximum residue levels and all these big words, mm -hmm. residues and stuff. But basically what's happening is that people are growing food and we need to have good yields because especially now during COVID when there's been agriculture has been the one industry that's continued and is probably doing really well, mm. the demand for food and people are, are getting more and more demanding of healthy food. People are asking more questions. So the market is changing. And if you look at what's happening globally, biologicals, which is where we position ourselves, the biological industry is growing significantly and it's, it's doubling every four to five years. And the chemistry is not growing at that rate. Mm. So it's an exciting space, but it's being driven by the consumer. It's being driven by housewives that are choosing healthier options. 
Well, I mean, it's in the same way if you walk into a garden center these days, the amount of food products that are now available for you to be able to grow, whereas before you might be able to get like an orange tree, but now you've got an entire range of pretty much any kind of fruit tree you could ever want. Now, Kathy, how are you involved in all of this? So I've come in in the last 18, more like a year. I started off helping Donvey. The area, I think, started off just we wanted to introduce retail from the agricultural sector, but now we've decided that it's actually a much bigger enterprise than we originally thought. So I've come in on a full-time basis to take over the EcoBuzz range and to get it out there to make its presence better and more, you know, to make people more aware mm. of what they should be buying. And how can we do that? How can we reach the end user and the customer? And I think it's also, it's not just about the food that we eat, it is, but it's also about the environment that we're living in. So yes, we we have our edibles, but we've also got all the ornamentals that people are still growing and people still have to have beautiful gardens. But the garden has become our place of refuge over the last couple of months. And I think it's quite important that the environments that we are in, we need to keep those healthy. So we don't want chemicals around. You want to be working in the garden with your children and be happy that you're using a product that is safe. And it's just, it's very much peace of mind. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I I think people are always, the questions I get a lot of the time are, what can I use to get rid of this, but it must not be a chemical? And that's why I think what you're saying about in Europe, how people have become more aware of it. In fact, in France, where they're banning all the pesticides Mm, because of the plight of the bees. I mean, that's just a fantastic thing. And we should all be looking at doing that, especially now that food security has become such a big watchword in South Africa and the rest of the world. Now, you've got two different ranges here. And the one that I really like is friendly by nature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> EcoBuzz is my partner in sustainable gardening. And that's what it's about. It's about sustainable, about making your soil a living entity yet again. Whereas you know, in the past, you put in the stuff and it makes the soil very sterile. Then you have to add more stuff to make the soil better. I think people are becoming a lot more aware of making the soil the best it can be before you put anything else into it. So what, what have you got in your range? Well, I think the soil conversation is very much on trend at the moment. Everybody's talking about healthy soils. So we've got two different ranges, as you said. We've got what we call our nurture range, which, and that is our soil building and plant health program. So we've got a, a humigrow, which is a soil food, and that's really to help with, and Don Vey is probably more scientific than I am. So it's carbon-based, so it's the structure of the soil, it's to help absorb water and to keep that better and it's just to also make your microbes more available Mm -hmm. to your plants and then we've got start grow which is what it initiates growth and that really is to give your plant when you plant it a good boost and then we go on to our multi-grow which is more your maintenance and really what these all have in them are all the correct uh, minerals there's silicas there's borons there's you know all the technical terms but basically at the end of the day it's giving your plant the right stuff Mm. that's going to make it grow well it's going to have all the right nutrients in it it's going to be healthy and then the whole idea is that's your base and so it's more resistant to the the pests and the diseases so Mm. it's less likely to be attacked so really and that's also you know we're trying to move away from spraying sort of just doing these huge sprays we're trying to actually start with that base where you've got a really good healthy soil and a healthy plant Especially when it comes to edibles, you don't want to be putting anything in there which is going to be going into your body. So spraying with a bee with foliar feeds, you're going to have to wait a while after you've actually done a foliar feed, I think. And then especially with any pesticides. Now, the other one is also protection. 
So you've got to protect your plants against all the nasty nunus. And um, especially at this time of year. Now we're sitting in spring, October, the best month in the garden. I sat there and I watched them arrive at the beginning of spring. The ants, the moths, the mosquitoes, the bugs, the lily borers and flies. Yay. All those wonderful nunus which have been kind of hiding away during the winter months. They're all back out in force again. So how does your protection range work against firstly let's talk about pests melanie i think the most important thing about the ecobuzz pest control range is that it's biological in nature one of our favorite sayings is gardening is biology not chemistry we live in a living world and there's a lot of in a perfect environment everything's there's a ecosystem you've start with healthy soils you get healthy plants and then you do get your pests that, that come in but everything happens in balance mm. and nature's always in equilibrium and unfortunately, what happens is when you're planting a lot of one thing, you're creating, you're changing that environment and you're going to change the number of bugs and the, the different creatures that come in and they're all hungry. So biological control is using your natural predators. So we always say like on the flea, there's a smaller flea that's, and on that little flea, there's a smaller flea and a smaller flea. So everything feeds on something. Mm. The EcoBuzz Protect range, we've got four products. Two of them contain a beneficial fungi which is basically, if you think of your bread mold that you did in biology, that little... Or your mother gave you banana sandwiches and you left them somewhere in a a thing to create. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you left them for a year in a a cupboard. (laughs) Yeah. So it's the fungi and then there's the bacterial products. Mm -hmm. So what, I mean, fungus, we know that there is a mycorrhizals and all that thing in the roots of the trees. That's actually how trees communicate. And there's also like, you know, mushrooms and all of those fungi that happen as well. But what kind of fungus are you talking about? I mean, it can't just be like bread mold fungus. What is, what is the benefit of having this fungus around your plants? The answer to that is that it's going to be product specific. So whatever product you've got has got a specific fungi. And the world of microbes is so diverse that it's not just this specific fungi, there's different strains and it gets quite technical. So the specific one um, that we're using regularly um, that forms part of the Root Health Program and that we are encouraging or we're wanting people to use every time they plant is a fungus called Trichoderma aspirillum. We grow it on a little petri dish and it, what happens is it's a powder when you, so we'll sell it to you as, as it's in a little sachet. Mm-hmm. You open the sachet, you pour that into your five litre watering can and then when you drench that on, that little fungus, it's a little dry spore and you, when it mixes with the water, it basically it's like a seed. Mm. So that water activates the spore, it then germinates and when it land, goes into the soil, it's looking for something to grow on and it grows on your roots. So it's got a symbiotic relationship with the roots and the the more the root grows, the stronger the fungus grows. And as that fungi grows with the roots, it's feeding. So Mm. it's it's processing the soil and it's it's taking nutrients from the soil and it's feeding it into the root. Mm. And that's good for the root so that the root grows some more. And because the root grows some more, the fungus grows some more. So it's a very happy environment. And while it's in there and it's protecting and, and growing to your roots, it also fights off pathogens and mm. the pathogenic fungi because a lot of the fungi that's out there is, is bad fungi so it's a very specific strain and this particular fungi is a natural fungi it's found in soils all over the world but often what happens is in your soil you've you lacking that you're lacking the good guys so it becomes a good guys versus a bad guys conversation mm. Who knew that there were so many different things? I mean that's the big thing is everybody's always saying I have this problem with my plant I've got damping off one of the things which is a big problem. I've got black spot on my roses. I've got all of these. Now, do you have some a product that will attend to all of those things as well? 
So yes, damping off is one of the, the pathogenic fungi. Um, and as gardeners, we refer to it as, as damping off, but there's a, a whole series of different pathogenic fungi and root pro is ideal for that mm. especially because you're planting a seedling and the, it's normally quite small and then suddenly it's just fallen over you're not exactly sure which one it is so it's just a, a broad term the ecobuzz conversation really starts we, we talk about we were talking about sustainability but it talks if you think of a pyramid and you think of the food pyramid that you did when you're in biology at school right at the base is that healthy roots and the healthy mm. soil and root pro we combine it with two of the other products and we've we've realizing we're always trying to sell products but actually the gardeners are looking for solutions mm. so we're looking for a root and a soil solution and we've got three of our products that we recommend that you use together and the, that root pro which is the fungus forms the core of that because mm. that's the guy doing the good the humigrow feeds the microbes that's the, the carbon the carbon based soil food the word i'm looking for is soil food and then the the start grow which is the nutrition mm. to me every single time somebody goes into a garden center and they're planting something like when you have a baby, you're, you you want to give it the best possible start. And mm. if you give it a good start, the chances are it's going to grow stronger. It's going to perform better in that early stages. And then it'll be much more resilient and much more resistant going forward. Mm. So we're really trying to get a mind shift change to the way people are, are doing things. Because I know myself, I go into garden center and I'm like, oh my word, I can't live without that plant. I must have everything. I must have it. And then you get to the till and they say, do you have food? And I go, oh, my husband's going to kill me. I've overspent. No, I'm fat. But actually, we need to be looking after what we've got, mm. doing it properly, and doing it properly in the beginning. And then so much of that work is being done. Because once those good guys are in the soil, they're going to encourage more good guys, less bad guys. And all the microbes in the soil actually have the ability to generate and to provide more nutrition to your yeah, plants. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that we, we're so busy planting a plant in a little hole and not doing it properly but I think one of the things we also have to realize and I mean I've come from a gardening background where I've you know gardened for years but you plant something you get quite annoyed when it doesn't grow properly but I think one of the things that one has to realize is that by encouraging good root structure and good plant structure you actually are you are helping the environment as a whole because the a strong root is actually working in conjunction with the soil mm. so it's a whole process that's going on so by encouraging a you know, we talk about healthy plants and, you know, you wanting to have healthy food and feed your body, but you're also about generating a healthy root structure and a healthy plant. You know, there's a whole process where they, they're pulling in the carbon and it's going down and it's feeding the soil so the carbon is in the right space. Mm. So it's actually a whole process of a healthy root, but a healthy root structure. And we're learning more and more about this. I mean, Gabe Brown, we listen to, but we've got our own in-house Gabe Brown, who's been doing a lot of research and he's become completely passionate about soil. And his whole thing is if you can get the plant to work for you, you're going to have to use less and less input. Mm. So if you get those root structures correct and you get the plant healthy, it actually, the plant will then do the work for you. Well, I've seen the picture, I can't remember if it was in National Geographic. Or, I mean, it's all over um, social media. Mm. Where they've cut away into yes. the soil in a, on a farm yes. where they did the normal monocropping with just traditional farming methods and in the field not too far away they had it where they cut away and you could see the difference in the roots where they were doing a more holistic and organic shall we say environmentally friendly way of growing and the roots on the same plant I mean the one plant obviously is much taller but the roots were going down at least like 16 times as deep as the other one, which was just kind of like just under the surface. That for me was the, a big wake up and looking at that. But now we've got also, we, we talk about the pests. And pests are, are pests. 
They really are. I mean, I want to know cutworms. I mean, that's one of the things that people come to. How do you tell the difference in the worms and whether they're good worms or bad worms? And if you're going to use one of the Pest Pro or Lava Pro, is it going to kill all the worms or only the bad worms? What about what about earthworms? Are we going to be looking after them? Everything in EcoVaz is earthworm friendly. Part of the, the biological range, our protect range, part of our whole mission, the aim of bringing the range together was to try and keep it easy. Mm. Because it's exactly what you're saying. How, how do I know this worm from the next worm? So we've got three products that are really essentially your pest control products. We've got a product called Disease Pro, which is registered against your diseases. So that's typically your first point of call if you've got a fungal disease. Pest Pro is what we would use for our insects. And then Lava Pro, we sort of put it as a blanket. It's for all your, your lava, Lepidopteran larva specifically. When you're selling a, a pest control product, it has to be registered so it's very specific. We have to run trials on specific bugs. Mm-hmm. We can only claim and recommend a product that has specifically been tested on specific insects, insects or bugs mm-hmm. or diseases. Like cutworm, we don't have a product that's specifically registered for cutworm. We're working on new products all the time, and that's a very exciting space because there's lots of things. We don't have a product for snails. Oh, I've got a good one. Pick it up and throw it in the road. <laughs> or into your neighbors if you don't like them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the wonderful thing about the pest control products and when it comes to edibles is we say it's treat today, eat today. Mm. Because it's a biological product and they all get to mix. It's the same thing. It's a liquid or a little powder that you mix into your water. You spread onto the surface of your leaves. Mm. And what happens, again, is your spores all germinate and, and they grow. But what doesn't grow or what doesn't get used just goes back into nature. Mm. So because it's a living product, there's nothing that stays behind. There's no residues. So there's absolutely nothing that's going to be damaging your soil. It's also all very bird-friendly or bee-friendly. So that you'll see Ladybird that. Ladybird friendly. Ladybird friendly. <laughs> oh, they love the ladybirds. <laughs> that comes through very heavily in our marketing mm. and in our story is that there's biodiversity out there and there's so many good guys and bad guys and yes sometimes the bad guys are you don't want them again when their populations are out of control I think what we also need to do is educate the gardener as they need to be in tune with their gardens exactly so I was going to say yeah, exactly that yeah. you need to spend time in your garden so the disease pro is a is a preventative so you can spray that preventatively but our pest and our larva are very much you've got to make contact with the animal well, not the animal, the insect, <laughs> and they've got to ingest it or it's got to fall on them and then it does its, its nasty work and kills them. Yeah, we, we say to everybody, you need to get out into your garden and go and have a look. I mean, you're never going to know if you've got lily borers unless you go and look yes. at your lilies until it's too, if you don't look, then all of a sudden you're going, what's happened to all my cliviers? What's happened mm. to all my agapanthus? What's happened to my amaryllis? They're all gone. They're all dead because and you, you haven't been out there. And you don't, you're trying to get away from just indiscriminately just spraying everywhere yeah. and then killing everything. You know, you, you, we're wanting you to go out with your little spray gun in the evenings of your pest pro and go and spray your, the pests where mm. they are and, and host specific. It's really just getting back into your garden, seeing what's there and not just spraying these poisons because you, you know, it's just easier. Yeah. There's a couple of key things like with a biological that's a complete different mindset change is exactly what Kathy's saying is it's a living active so you, you're going you're gonna to mix it and you're going to spray it but people mustn't spray it like I say it, then it germinates and it takes six hours to germinate and it's going to take a few hours for that, for that little spore to penetrate the insect so it's not an instant it's not like doom you don't spray your cockroach and you don't watch it turn over and like the, uh, yeah. that, that doesn't happen <laughs> So for a lot of people, they're like, oh, no, this isn't working, but it is working. You spray it, it takes time. And literally, sort of if, like with Lava Pro, you sp- say that contact is made with the worm, mm. 
within a couple of hours, that worm's like got a sore tummy, it's not feeling so good, so it stops eating. So mm. actually, then your damage has been stopped, and then obviously over the next couple of hours, it's going to die a very sad and gruesome death, which is very sad. But you know, people, you're still going to see it, and it might still be moving. It's like up to 24 or 36 hours for, the, for it to physically, mm. for people to see the dead one. And often what happens is they almost just, they disintegrate. And they, so then you don't see proof of the, the dead little nunu. And then of course they go back into the soil as yeah. well, which is good for the soil. So it's not an instant knockout. No, there's no. no instant knockdown. Okay, so we've got all of these wonderful things. But what I want to know is, why is this range different to everything else? I see people coming in and meandering up and down the rows of various composts and fertilizers and this and that and carbon boosted that and these ones NPKs with a little bit of more. And then there was also rose care. And all of these things can make people a bit crazy. And I usually say to them, if you're looking for a fertilizer, look at the picture on the front. <laughs> okay, that will tell you that's what you need. So why... Why would you tell people that they must buy what you've got rather than what is on the market as well? Well, I'll leave Kat to give her answer, but my answer on that would be, number one, this is new. It's new. Technology? Science. I hate the word technology. (laughs) It is is new technology. Mm. I've been in the gardening industry for a long time, and a lot of what's out there is me too. Mm. It's the same. It's got a new label. It's got a new pretty picture. But actually, when you look at the nuts and bolts and you look at the active ingredients, it's a lot of duplication and there's a lot of Me Too products out there. And honestly, the EcoBuzz range, every single product is different to something else that's there. There's something extra or something new. Mm. And we can go through each of the products specifically, but it's it's a range that's targeting. And especially if you look at the nutrition range, we've got most nutrition products, which are folia feeds. One focuses on the vegetative growth and one focuses on the flowering. And our approach is completely different. We've got one for when you start and mm. one for maintaining the initiate which is the start grow product actually does not contain npk and if you go into a garden center or into if you're in familiar with fertilizers everything revolves around npk, NPK. but if you go back and you know these scientists of today it's it's amazing the stuff that's coming out it, when the whole growth process starts it's npk they call it a biochemical process it's like eight different things it needs and n comes in and i think number four or number five mm-hmm. So the first thing that's needed is, is like boron or silicon. I can't even remember. But it's, it's a different mix. Mm. And if you give your plants, um, and again, our own internal Gabe Brad, as Mark um, Hutton, his whole theory is that you need to take stress off your plants. So you mm. take a plant out of a nursery, a, a seedling, for example. It's, it's been in that little box. You now put it in your car. You, you plant it. It's a stressed out plant. So if you can take the stress away you're going to have a more successful plant. Mm. Um, so we are providing exactly what that plant scientifically is needing at that time. We suggest you use start grow for two to three weeks. And then once it's settled, then you'll move it on to multi-grow. And our multi-grow product is NPK based with all the multi-nutrients, but it's also got a biostimulant in it, which mm. other products don't have. So again, very targeted and the products genuinely, it's, it's different to mm. what's out there. Some people, you know, if, if there's something you like and you've always used it, so it's going to be a range that's for people that are forward thinking and that want to do things better and leaner and more efficiently. I like the whole idea of the biologicals, We're putting stuff into the ground which starts growing and helps and works with the other plants as well. I mean, especially when it comes to people who they need to get away from monocropping. And that's where most of your pests and diseases come. Like if you have 45 roses, they're all going to get black spot more than likely. I think we need to change our visual sometimes of the visual picture of what we look at. We so, especially in a vegetable garden or even a farmer, they're so used to seeing beautiful rows of, mm. of one plant. Um, you need to start 
thinking differently. Like your your vegetable garden needs to look a little bit of a mess, maybe not mm. as neat as you've always envisioned it to to do that sort of style of gardening. So I think it's a mindset not only in what you're using, but also maybe in how you're planting and what your end result is going to look like. Well, but, I believe in chaos theory gardening. You should see yes. my vegetable patch. It's got roses in it. The, the Ludwigs are, mm. of the world are very upset about the fact that I use them as, as sacrificial roses so that the bugs will go to them instead of onto the vegetables, <laughs> which is a good idea. Such an exciting space, you know, when you, you're used to having a sort of a beautiful border and everything being so formal mm. and also neat. And when you change your mindset and you're like, oh, hold on, I'm just, I'm just breeding a few little bees over here mm. and this is my little section for that. And it's, it just it, it takes gardening to a whole new level. And um, at the end of the day, it is about you need that biodiversity. So it's exactly the, the cover cropping and the, the bugs and the, everything living in harmony. That's what you're striving towards. Mm. And at the end of the day, you're going to have a plant that's strong and it's healthy. And the food that it's going to give you is, is safe and nutritious. And we talk a lot about nutrient-dense Dense food. food. You know, we always think you buy apples and they don't have any flavor, they don't have any taste. A tasty food is only grown on a healthy plant. Mm. No, absolutely. And I think if you go back to the question of why, you know, what's different or why should you buy it? For me, if you take the science aside, because sometimes some people love the science, some people want to know what's happening. Other people just want something that's easy that works. and yeah. that works. And I think that firstly, our, our products are tried and tested. We've been in the commercial um, environment for years and we've seen the results. And people who are using them are loving them and they're seeing the results. And then I think it's, it's a fact that it's environmentally friendly. So you know that the environment you're creating is safe. And that's a big word. It's safe for your children. Mm. It's safe for your animals. And it's safe for all your beneficials, all your little bees and ladybirds. And, and lizards, and, except yes. if you have cats, because they, they go after the lizards. <laughs> and then the other thing I think is that it's, we're trying to make it as easy to use as possible. Mm. So like for the small gardener, it's a sachet, you open it, it's got a little notch that you just pull out, you put it in your watering can. And some to our, you know, a couple of our products are quite compatible, so you can use more than one at a time. It's a watering can. So trying to make the product, the range not too huge, but quite simple and easy mm. to use so that a gardener, your average or your new gardener, because there are a lot of new gardeners, especially since COVID. Yes, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's, you know, it's a range that you've, you can tick all the boxes. That was going to be my question. I mean, have you seen a, a, quite a big uptake since, you know, we, we went into the various lockdown levels being lifted a bit with people like as soon as they were allowed to go? I believe that, I mean, in England, the first industry that opened were the nurseries and they did flying trade. I think they're going to go back into lockdown again. I think that's terrible. But I mean, here in South Africa, did you find that there was that uptake as well? Yes, I think there was a huge uptake in the nurseries, especially on the edibles. Um, if you speak to like the mass marts or the independents, mm -hmm. they sold so many vegetable seedlings. They couldn't, they couldn't keep they up. They couldn't keep up, yeah. Mm. So now the question to the public is, so you've bought your seedlings and how did they do? How did they taste? Because they might have walked out with their trail of seedlings, but now are they growing them in, you know, correctly the right way? And that's, you know, for me, it's like, as we've said, you know, sometimes seed, it can be quite an expensive trip. So mm. it's how do you then get people to understand that you need to have the product to go alongside the planting process to make sure that you get a, a good result and that they come back because they've, they've had success mm. and they come back because they want to carry on gardening or they carry on. They be teaching children this in school yes. for goodness sake. I mean, you know, I, I just know so many younger people who are now growing their own, including our producer we have sitting with us at the moment. He's growing all his own food as well and he's loving it. His spinach is fantastic. It tastes completely different to anything you'll buy in the shop. So they should be teaching kids how to actually make good soil when they're still at school. 
And we should get the adults to actually say, hey, so you should be targeting all of the youngster people at the moment. It's very much a conversation that comes naturally to the youngsters. Mm. So, you know, we're looking at new gardeners. And I think the one thing that COVID did for a lot of people is it allowed you to physically be in your garden a lot more than you ordinarily would mm. be. I think for working mums, you know, Monday to Friday and with school is on the weekends. But we, you actually physically got your hands dirty. I know that my, my gardening habits have changed. Mm. Because, you know, I'm certainly going to spend a lot more on tools because <laughs> dodgy ones is like not worth it. Yeah, my tools look appalling. Yeah, yeah and, um, and I think when you're working with it and you're smelling those smells and you're, you're out there and, you know, you're getting some sun mm. on you and it's lovely. You hear the birds tweeting and you think, flip, you know. So Who needs a holiday? Just yeah. go into the back garden. It's been yeah. invigorating. Yeah. And walk around and eat everything that's flowering and I, I just walk around at the moment. It's mulberry time. I'm very, very happy about that, even though they are invasives. Mine should always go scrumping. But the, the thing is, with the younger people, I think they'll be a little bit more open to the idea of using this because it is like such a, a new thing. Whereas you have the older people who might be a bit set in their ways and they're thinking, oh, it's just a new faddish thing. But then they said that about vertical gardening and that was 15 years ago. They said it was just a fad. Yeah. How do you change people's minds and especially when it comes to landscapers how do you get the landscapers to also be the people who will educate their clients into using this and do you do you cater for landscapers and, and bigger amounts of product well we've just brought out a new well it's not a new range it's the same range but we brought out bigger pack sizes and those are specifically for larger gardens and then obviously your landscapers and i think one of the best things about ecobuzz for me is that you know, we've talked about what it does and how it works. But for me as a landscaper, I would have such peace of mind if I knew that there was no liability mm. when I'm doing somebody's garden, whether it's a it's a business environment or whether it's a home garden, that you're not going to kill anybody's pets or children, you know, if they eat anything that you've, you've done in the garden. And then I also think they need to, you know, educate the, the person that they're handing over to because it's all very well to come in and make this amazing garden or you know, create a beautiful business environment, but you've got to be able to maintain it. So mm -hmm. I think our products, as I said, they're easy to use. There's no liability. So if you can ha pass that message over to the person that you've you've created this lovely garden or space for with a product range that's that ticks, as I say, it ticks the boxes and there's no liability on the landscaper. He knows that he's completely, from a business point of view, he's got peace of mind because yeah. he knows he's not going to do any harm or any damage. And the other thing about our product range, which I think is quite important, is that because it's natural, it doesn't burn or harm. You mm. can overdose, although we don't recommend overdosing just because obviously less is more in our conversation. And also you don't want to spend that much you money. Don't, and yeah. it's obviously <laughs> also a financial thing, but when you're not going to harm as a landscaper. He can pass the range over and the lady who's going to be watering the gardens or feeding is not going to be able to damage the plant because mm. the, our range won't do because that. Because that is a problem. A lot of the time people tend to over-fertilize. They think, oh no, I need to get my, my plants must be growing bigger because everybody's so impatient. No, it must go faster. It must go faster. And then they give it more fertilizer and that's really not good. Then you end up with spindly growth and all that kind of stuff as well. And people Yellow don't patches, understand it. Yeah. yeah. Over fertilizing and a lot of it then goes into the groundwater and then you've got all this weird fertilizer going down and creating havoc in our sprites. Okay. Which we don't want either. So I like the idea of this like very focused, smaller amounts, good for the environment and available everywhere at the moment, all over the country. All over the country, garden centers, online shops, builders warehouse carry our range. And the, yeah, there are a few online shops as well. And EcoBuzz is also bringing out their own online shop. 
So lots of places to find us. No excuses to to not be using EcoVats. I think that's the bottom line. Okay, so so look out for those packets then. When you get when you get faced by all of the fertilizers and stuff, do go and say right. I want to find the most eco-friendly thing going, and we will all say EcoBuzz because what's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. <laughs> well, thank you both very much. I'm very excited about this. Um, uh, as I said, I've been having the, the little sachets I got from Donve at the beginning of the year, and I can't believe it was so long ago already. It's ridiculous. Um, they have been fantastic for making sure that I'm like getting. I'm I'm so haphazard when it comes to doing things. I want to just put something there, leave it. If it gets watered, it gets watered. And funnily enough, my stuff actually works, but I've got the know-how behind it. My soil is fantastic. And that's what it all boils down to. Thank you very much. If they want to get hold of you, is it ecobuzz.coza? Ecobuzz.coza. Yes, that's correct. We're on Facebook. We're on LinkedIn. We're on um, Instagram. Instagram. So go and check it out. We'll definitely be pushing it on all of those social media platforms as well. Go and do something good for your garden and do it for your soul. And above all, stay grounded. Bye-bye. You've been listening to another episode of Grounded from Solid Gold Studios in Johannesburg. For more green ideas and events, pop along to Mel's Treasures on Facebook.